Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA proudly brings to you the rating undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. The Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, I see what you I did didn't forget there. it. Yeah. Uh, we got our Freebird partner in here today. Say hello to the homie Brock Baker. What's up, nerds? I like it. I got excited that you're talking about a burrito for a second. <laughs> but you meant Brock. Yeah, no, Brock Baker. I, I mean, I see him, but you said Freebird partner, and right. I got really yeah, the, the Freebird. I was like, did Brock? Yeah. Did Brock bring I, a burrito? No, for I, me? <laughs> that was a wrestling. I wish. <laughs> I wish I had some Freebird. That was my wrestling <laughs> reference that Corey didn't even know. It went straight over his head. I, I heard food. <laughs> yeah. You would. So oh, Brock, uh, he's been on the, sh- the Nerd Thug Radio Show several times. He is the co-host of the Hooligan Hour. Go ahead and plug it real quick. I mean, technically, I'm the host. There you go. Okay. There I have a little go. mini. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. I tell people We're, I'm the host of this I, show. Sorry, Johnny I, Bedlam. I co-pilot this thing with Johnny Bedlam. Uh, but yes, I'm the host of the Hooligan Hour podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, all of that good stuff. Uh, I've actually had my man, the captain, yeah, on the on, show. Before. I was on there. Yeah, he was on. Not there. you. No, he, he. Not you, Corey. He oh, called. we're gonna get Corey DLG on there. Not you. He called, he called Nerd Thug Radio, and I was like, I'm I'm pretty busy taking a nap that day. Can I send my <laughs> Can I send my minion? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was nope, like, Nope, I'm the captain here. Fair I enough. had to throw him a draft pick I'm to the, get to I'm take the you. captain here. Fair um, enough. Also, uh, indie wrestler. Uh, we're gonna talk some about the uh, indie scene here in Texas in a few segments. Uh, so it's it's a privilege to have Brock Baker. Uh, I don't know about that, show. but I appreciate it. It's a privilege. I mean, it's not so bad. <laughs> I mean, we could just do the show. We don't even need this guy. <laughs> well, what? We are the what? radio tag team champions of the world. Yeah, like I carry the No doubt about it. I take all the bumps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. That's genuinely what I'm would happen. I'm Flash and you're the bumps. Yeah, they'd be like, all right, which one is going through the table? <laughs> ah, all right. It's fine. Corey. Damn. It's Corey. <laughs> so first things first, on, it is a wrestling show. This coming Sunday, here in Houston, Texas. I'm excited. Elimination Chamber is happening. The WWE pay-per-view. I've been calling it Armageddon in my mind for the last you really like, have been. two weeks. I don't know why. It just seems like that would happen. Armageddon. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> it would just seem like it would be called Armageddon in a big cage. Right. Yeah. But no, it's called Elimination Chamber. So uh, when I see these two guys, sorry, I'm not trying to. No, we're, we're streaming NXT as we do this. Yeah, we're, we're watching NXT TakeOver trying to convince Corey how great it is. When I see these two guys, it lets me know, hey, I have a very realistic shot at this. Yeah, because these are <laughs> no, these are for sure. No, I've met both of these guys in real life. They're literally my size, just way more ripped. Yeah, so we're watching. As of right now. It's Adam Cole, baby, and King Ricochet. They are wrestling at the moment on NXT uh yeah yeah I mean you could definitely do it you got the charisma of Adam Cole yeah Ricochet doesn't well I definitely can't do all the crap that Ricochet does no. uh, props to him but he's like a super I don't know that I want to do yeah. all that no, to be honest with you because when I'm 40 I still want my knees yeah yeah that's that is one thing right like so well, like your knees are already shot so that's true I can that's do that's why all you take now. all the bumps. Yeah. This, no, but like seeking so a guy like AJ Styles or him, and you wonder like, what's the shelf life? For I don't know. Ricochet's been doing it for a pretty long time, though. And so, well, and so is AJ Styles. Yeah. But, but they're they're both closer to the end than they are the beginning at this point. That's true. And so you got to wonder like, when is it going to just be like, oh, they tore the meniscus and now they can't do those things. And right. they're done. And they're done. But anyway, so let's talk back about Elimination Chamber. We're going to give our predictions, what we think is going to happen. So we have to start with the card. I've got the card in front of me. It's going down this week. Also, uh, Becky Lynch is going to be somewhere, like Sunday morning. You should go try to find her. Yeah, yeah, no, she's going to be with uh, with our with a friend of the show, Alex Middleton. Yeah, I forget where. Uh, some like some ghetto. It's cell a cricket. Phone store. It's a cricket store. Yeah, ghetto cell phone. Yeah, store. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check it out. All right. So first up, give her my number. Tell her what's up. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how that works out for yeah. you. Yeah. Listen, if I if I start dating Becky Lynch, you guys will all know because I won't be here. Uh, <laughs> Brock will have a new job on Nerd Thug Wrestling, oh, and uh, I'll, I'll be gone. Uh, he'll take it. Look. <laughs> See? Now we're set. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first match on the show, which is probably the least exciting match on the entire pay-per-view card, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Probably Corey's favorite match, however. Uh, I do want to see Braun Strowman hurt Baron Corbin, like throw him through some things. Well, they just changed it uh, to a no disqualification match. Yeah, so he's going to go through some things. There's going to be some uh, screwiness to that match. Oh, for sure. Drew McIntyre it won't or end, something. Uh, it won't end the way it should. 
I think probably gonna be, you know, they're they're gonna do something crazy to where you know Strowman's gonna get taken out. And then you're gonna have Angle out. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you're gonna have <laughs> Angle out there. You have uh, probably Finn out there. Or something Lashley will get involved. I don't know. Yeah, because they're building up this. They're building yeah. up this like because triple tag team yeah. rivalry thing. I think that's gonna be the WrestleMania. What it is, they're losing spots on the WrestleMania card, and they're like, hey, we built up a few of these guys for too long to not do anything with them yeah. at WrestleMania, but where are we going to put them on the card? So now they got to start laying the groundwork. got to figure yeah. some way. Well, to. and Kurt Angle is their only nostalgia moment this year. Right. It yeah. seems like, because none of the other, everyone seems to be busy. I don't know. Stuff. Triple H will get back in there somehow. Uh, Triple H, I mean, he doesn't have a muscle on the side of his body right now. Isn't, he, that, isn't that the injury? He's going to be in there somehow. You think so? I think Baron Corbin wins this with some tomfoolery. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because I, th- I think the headline that came out was no DQ at the request of the McMahon family. I wonder if like trying to play up some new like corny corporation again. Well, Vince McMahon has kind of gotten in, he's gotten involved in a couple different ways in the last few weeks. That's what she said with the uh, you know the Becky Lynch stuff and yep. then a couple other th- moments. I'm 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 blanking on now, but where he's basically he's he's had a, a say on who's going to be where, and so maybe they're gonna. Maybe they're building up to like a Triple H rivalry with with Vince McMahon, like a power play. Yeah, that that's what it's starting to look like a little bit. But it's I think they're gonna do that as a slow burn. I don't think it's gonna have a payoff. At no, I don't think it's gonna have like a match. I think eventually they'll each have like a guy wrestle each yeah. other in some way. Right. But I mean, when you see Triple H tell Becky Lynch she can have the match, and then Vince McMahon comes right out and go, "No, never mind." Yeah, change my mind. You're clearly building. They're up trying some kind to position him and Stephanie yeah. as like, "Hey, the we're good the guys. we're the good authority now. Right. We're not the bad authority." And I'm just like, okay. Well, it is an old story. It's an old story. Let's go to the next match, which I could care less about. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. I, d- I couldn't tell you who either one of these people are, so I know they're on 205. Buddy, Buddy Murphy. They're on 205. They'll, they'll win. Buddy yeah. Murphy retains. And moving right along. <laughs> uh, you've got the SmackDown tag team title match. The Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos. This is really early in the card. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot of matches on the card. That's well, fair, like five or six. I think. Really? Yeah. It's kind of a bare card then. You uh, know, <sighs> sorry. Go ahead. No, I wasn't going to say anything. Apparently, one of the Usos got arrested. We, we literally discussed this right before we came to Very air. recently. Like and I, but I think before ago. that happened, they might have actually had a shot to win because I think what they're trying to do, they're trying to do a, a Shane versus Miz story eventually. That way, you know. That seemed like the WrestleMania match. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 we've been talking they, about they, this. They want to make Miz still seem important. Without having to actually put the belt on him, no, right? And they 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 just have this uh, they have this sense of like, hey, well, if we put him at man in there with him, he's gonna be it's gonna be important. I I don't know why I don't. It's th- the last three, maybe four WrestleManias. It's always something with Shane McMahon versus somebody. Right. Like, it's annoying. Like I don't. I, don't, I like Shane. AJ McMahon. versus Shane was actually pretty cool, but. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm, I'm over the Shane yeah. stuff. But, but you know, I definitely think they're leading to that. Yeah, I think before it's, yeah, the arrest, I think to. it started here. Now, I'm, they may still roll with it somehow with them keeping the belts, but having some. And then maybe like, something happens at WrestleMania, and or then maybe you, then you have like your SummerSlam. Well, there's a there's one more there's one more pay per view right before. Yes. Yeah, Fastlane. Fastlane. Yeah, yeah. dumb pay per view. But Fastlane is going to be kind of Raw centric. This one feels super SmackDown centric. A little. Yeah. Fastlane is going to be, I think, Raw centric. But right. I think the Usos, if they win. I think they drop the titles the SmackDown after this. I don't know. This doesn't seem very. I mean, the only SmackDown centric thing about it is the SmackDown titles on the. Well, I think what you mean is they're building more like they're all the build positioning. Still on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, SmackDown with the Elimination Chamber duel. match. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. SmackDown a dual match. Raw, Raw, SmackDown, two hundred five Raw. Wait, who are you counting as? Hang on. Who are you? So the the Braun Strowman is is Raw, right? Uh, the other one was two hundred five. This one is SmackDown. The next match I'm about to get into is Raw. Which the next which two what? matches are Raw. So the next match is a Intercontinental Handicap match: Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. That is, yeah, that's Raw. But that was the one they skipped at the last pay per view because Bobby Lashley had basically just won the title. Bobby Lashley's going to win this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, no doubt. Yeah, moving along. Uh, the next one is the Raw Women's Title: Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Yeah, and that's just, they just squeeze that in. That's going to be a squash match. I don't, no, I don't think it's going to be a squash match at all. Here's, I, I think so. Here's uh, so. I don't want to be in the the position of 
criticizing what you know WWE, AEW, all these promotions do. I have to be careful. Brock what Baker's I say. looking for a job, but. <laughs> I will say, I don't understand why you even need that match uh, you on this card you if you don't. know what the WrestleMania, the WrestleMania match is. Because it, it's pointless. It, Unless you're actually going to change the title and, and, and pull a shocker on us, which why you, even have the match? Which they're not going to no, do. No, because you're not going to waste Because Charlotte, Charlotte Flair v. Uh, Ruby Riot is not a WrestleMania main event. I think they're using the Riot Squad as kind of like this background interference to everything that's going on. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, at this pay per view. If the Riot Squad didn't interfere and Becky Lynch helped make the save, uh, I don't think the Riot Squad hmm. can interfere. Why not? Uh, they're locked in that cage later. They're going to be anything. busy. No, they don't. They don't lock them in until they come out. Yeah, but I don't think they would want to. They're going to interfere. Mark know. my words. I don't know. They it's are gonna possible. Interfere. Yeah, because after um, on Raw this week, after the went off the air, that's what happened. They were in the ring together, and Riot Squad came down and. Ronda and Becky fought them off together. Yeah, and they usually do stuff after mm. shows go off air just to kind of like test them out in front of a live crowd. Right. See, see, how, it see how it pops. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit if the Riot Squad didn't try to interfere and Becky Lynch made the save for Ronda Rousey. That would be really annoying. Wouldn't surprise me. It would me. be really annoying. It would yeah. be very uh, typical WWE in my mind for that to happen. So there's only two matches left. We've only got a few seconds, so we'll have to jump into them into the next break. But like out of all those matches, none of them look exciting to me. No, not a single um, one. The Finn Balor one will be good. Finn Balor doesn't put on bad matches. Uh, the Braun Strowman one will be fun because he just throws people around, and that's always right. fun to watch. But no, these aren't. Well, I don't think the work rate is going to be the issue. It's just when you look at it on a card, you don't get super excited. No, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Like that that USO match might be fun to watch, but as I see it on paper, I'm like, eh. No, I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. But I also wasn't excited when they gave the belts to Shane and Miz. So, no. like, no. when your champs aren't exciting, it's not exciting. All right, let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the two, I guess, main events of this weekend pay per view. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session. So, let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm your captain, Joey Savage. Corey DLG. I am the cash money hooligan, Brock Baker. I didn't know if I could jump in on that yeah, one. Yeah, come but on, y'all kind of like. Yeah. I was just you, you gave me the side look, and then Corey DLG just looked straight at me. So hey, I jumped yeah. in. The cash Thank money you. hooligan. Yeah, I feel honored. Let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap up this uh, elimination chamber, aka Armageddon pay per view, real quick. Um, so the next match on the card is the crowning of the first ever women's tag team champion. I'm super pumped for this. I right. am excited to see this match. I'm I, super I, yeah. pumped for this, and I think this is why they haven't built up this pay-per-view more. Yeah. It's because I think they're like, we got this. Right. More this to is, the women. More to yeah, the women. Yeah. Well, I think this is just, I think so they who, feel like enough wins? people are going to watch who wins? this. <sighs> the story has been building to Sasha and Bailey winning, uh, and they kind of make it seem like they're owed this opportunity because they're not getting the Charlotte-Becky Lynch push, and they're the other half of that kind of original right, right, right. quartet. Um Pretty much, I think anyone, any one of them could win, and they could do something with. I think if they do, if I think if one of the non-tag team tag teams wins, it then lets the tag team division kind of settle in because you have real tag teams and these champs. Right. So yeah. your guess is is Sasha and, I, and Bailey. I, either Sasha Bailey or you. You mentioned Naomi Carmella. I I don't buy that as much, but I think not now. I think either one of the two unconnected tag teams is probably the more likely winner. Cash Money Hooligan. WWE, uh, knowing what I do about their model and the way they've been doing things for the last uh, 20 years, I'd have to say Sasha and Bailey. 
I um, I yeah, I, I want to say that, but it just seems like there's too much pointing at it. Pointing at it, like yeah. okay, they're but gonna hey, WWE does that a lot. Yeah, well, but they do. But every time I've every time I've gotten on the pointed, they're gonna, like, I've been wrong. They're gonna there be the go. first ones yeah. in. They're gonna last the whole time. I'm honestly not gonna be surprised if well, when it's all over. It's Nia Jax. Now that I think about it. You y'all actually brought up some some good points. And now that I'm you know my brain's starting to work. They might actually not have them go over because they want a good team to chase the titles. Right. Right. So, I, may, um, yeah, maybe a heel team takes the belt. I, I, I'm going to put my money in the hat with uh, Nia and Tamina. I think if Nia and Tamina win, though, it, it they keep the belts forever. They keep it for a long time. No, yeah. you're right. Like, who? Um, what tag team goes out there and beats Nia Jax and Tamina? And that yeah. one, like I was telling well, Corey. really, like, Nia Jax and the carcass, she's... Anybody carrying anybody around. anyway yeah. anybody. I was telling Corey before we started recording, like it, before this arrest thing, it wouldn't su- have surprised me if they didn't put it on uh, Naomi and Carmella. Naomi and Carmella just because it's it's they're two of their people. They have been. I mean, they both carry the tag team titles. No yeah. one thought Carmella was going to win that Money in the Bank. My only thing uh, with that is if you put if you put it on them now you now you have uh, two girls that are on a two hour show with. More belts whenever they most yeah. likely you can get away with it on a three hour. But show. I think the process with these belts are they're going to be defended on both shows. Yeah, I think they'll go. Okay, so yeah. They're going th- back and forth. I think Fair they'll enough. pick a tag team from each show and like. Right. Okay. This this pay per view yeah. cycle we're gonna we're gonna have a raw rivalry. Yeah, I wasn't really sure how they were gonna do that because I because you're right. It is the I don't odd keep belt. up enough. It is the odd that, belt. You're right yeah. about that. But I feel like they are gonna swing it back and forth. To me, right, if it were sense. me, I would give it. To the to the riot squad, I really would. You're trying to build a faction. Well, I mean, so I mean, maybe that's had, what they're trying to do. With they've had know, the riot yeah. squad up now for a year, year and a half, and they've had them in the midst of stuff. But everyone knows the stars who they are: the Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, Oscar, um, you know, Nia Jax. Like this is a way to like try to legitimize another group of people, um, and I think it's something that they can. You know, this is I've been I said it in the last segment. They they've been running interference. For the last year with the Riot Squad in every every form, right? Every form that and this is not the first title match that Ruby Riot's been in, um, and it would be it'd be even cool to have them win and then have them defend it under the Freebird rule where any two out of three of them well, can do it. See, that's got me thinking because now you know we just talked about Ronda Rousey Ruby Riot. Maybe their logic is like, hey, well, if we put her in this marquee match versus Ronda Rousey. If they win the belts, it's not so far fetched. So now they can do the Freebird rule. Now you take the whole, you take you take that division seriously. You also take the belt seriously. You just had it, it brings up yeah. another set of stars. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that, mean, that makes sense. Everyone knows the, the the top six, right? Right. Yeah. And that's who they've just been rotating everything. Well, it's how do we get the next group up? Maybe this is the way. Um, that's what I would do. But I'm 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 leaning towards Nia Jackson uh, and right. Tamina. Uh, I think that that's too. Big too fast. I think you can build up to that later. I think you can have. Well, I think it's great. It's, you always want someone chasing the champion. That's right. the great story going to WrestleMania. Right. So if they're the champions and you've got Sasha and Bailey, hey, they could even do like a triple threat tag. That's match. why I'm changing my pick. Riot Squad. All right. Go on the right. Riot. I convinced Squad. him. Yeah. There you go. I convinced him. I like that. I think. I think the Nia Jax Tamina thing is a little less likely, just because I feel like they would. They would have to chase them somehow. Like, if they're like they're the big bad guy who could chase somebody for a year. And build up to a really yeah, big match. But I feel like uh, if you're going to do that, just give Nia Jax both damn belts. I'll give you my thoughts on <laughs> Tamina another time. But, uh, another time of the day. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the main event. So the main event is the SmackDown Championship. You've got Daniel Bryan defending against uh, Randy Orton. You've got him defending against uh, Samoa, Joe. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. And then because of the Mustafa Ali, you've got Kofi Kingston, who's now filling in. This is a Corey's, terrible match. Corey doesn't care, so we won't get his, his opinion. Terrible uh, match. Who, who wins? Do you think Daniel Bryan maintains coming out? <sighs> I don't see there's a reason why he doesn't. Like I, I think, My money uh, is he wins. A part of me can see them going a different direction where they pull kind of like a shocker. But uh, another part of me thinks, like, okay, so we just saw Eric Rowan come back. Here comes Luke Harper. Here comes Luke Harper. Now you got the the green team or whatever it's they're the going to call themselves. It's the new Wyatt family. The new Wyatt family the minus family. the Wyatt. It's the right. eco family. And uh, but I I've, and I've heard rumors that apparently they they're working towards a Bray Wyatt Daniel Bryan feud. With that cool. being part of the story, that'd be really interesting. Uh, now I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. I think with Daniel Bryan. Luke Harper, Luke Harper uh, involvement. 
I would be uh, the big shocker would be if somehow they put it on Kofi Kingston. Like that. Oh, that would make no sense. Uh, that would yeah, make I just, no I don't sense. See that. That, uh, that, would sh- that that would make me the happiest. The only th- if the it's only not w- Daniel Bryan, like, I want to see that If guy Kofi win. wins, New Day turns on him the next day, right? I don't know. Like, no, nah, New Day is their top merch seller. They're not going to piss that away. They're not going to do anything to make those quickly. guys mad. Yeah. It, anything to make those guys mad. Yeah. They just put Kofi in because he can be another form of... Mustafa Ali with some high flying moves, some big yeah, pops. Right. I, no, I agree stuff. with that part. I just, I honestly. So I think we're honestly all agreeing that the women's match is probably the the most the lo- main event that we're looking forward yes, to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some big news that happened at Raw. This will probably spill over into the next segment. Um, Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble. We talked about it a little bit earlier. She's supposed to be at WrestleMania against Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey, and this week they made the switch because of some whatever reasons, and now it's going to be Ronda versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, your thoughts, Corey? Um, I like we've already kind of touched on a little bit. I think this is Vince McMahon trying to build up evil authority, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, I think this is Vince McMahon trying to get involved, but I don't understand why this is the match to choose to do that with. I know exactly right. why. Like it is. I, to me, I would do this with the Finn Balor Bobby Lashley match. Probably to the same. Like if Vince McMahon had been the guy to come out and be like, "Oh, Finn, you beat one of them, but can you beat both of them?" We'll see at the Elimination Chamber. Then you're like, man, Vince is kind of a jerk. But you 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 don't see him messing with such a big match. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to turn it. into a triple threat match before WrestleMania comes about. But I don't yeah. want that. Like Wrestle, I, I don't think just, anybody wants the yeah, triple threat. I don't know no. if they do, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Ronda Rousey's good enough to wrestle in a ring to carry a main event at WrestleMania. But, be- but I don't even think bi- – uh, well, it's where yeah. I get in trouble right. when I say things, but – yeah, I, I can kind of agree. If you're gonna, you, if you're you gonna, don't think Becky Lynch can carry it either, huh? No, okay. I don't. You can't. Like, I don't think that Ronda Rousey, on her own in a singles match at WrestleMania, can carry the you know a main event. I just she can't do it. Well, <clears throat> I think she can have a good match. She's proven that she's she can have a decent match, but can matches. you main event at WrestleMania? Yeah, because no. when you're the main event, you are the main event for a reason. But I think you also have to take into account that you have Becky Lynch who. To her credit, she's taken this whole thing like, you know. I think it's great. I think it's phenomenal. She's taken the bull by the horns. She's made it work for her. But if you really look at her work rate and if you really observe her promos, I I don't know. She's nothing special to me. That's just me. I don't know if you're being fair to the man. I think the man promos have been really good. Well, uh, she's good when she's going off on a script. But when she's got a... You know, just... Think on her feet. Yeah, think on her feet. Pop pop them off. Like, if she got a live mic with, with... Hell, me. If she got a live mic with me, there's no script. I'm telling you, I would put her into the ground. Six <laughs> feet. Six so feet deep. This is definitely why I think they, she is, they've done this. She is very good on Twitter. She's great on Twitter. But guess what? All those guys, they, they, they have publicists. Yeah, like WWE yeah. helps them yeah, with sure. their Twitters, their Instagrams, all that stuff. She's great on Twitter. Uh, I don't get that same juice whenever she's on the mic because I feel like Either they're holding her back by having her do all these scripted promos, and it's actually in there, or she just doesn't have the juice. So we'll see. that's a tough call. You're right about that. Like, do some of these people, the fact that they are scripted does it? Yeah, it gives them a different. Right. Effect. I so give her a lot of credit though for for taking it, like taking this on and making something out of it. I, I give her a ton of credit. I just don't think that uh, her and Rousey in a singles match do is, as cool as it is, and like we all want to see that. I don't know if you could pull it, it off. Can't event WrestleMania. I don't trust both of them. I think together. it's the I think it's the financial investment though. But you put you're a going Charlotte to put, Flair in there. You're going to put yeah, Ronda Rousey. You got to. You, you got put to. Charlotte Flair there because you know what? Charlotte will do the big spots like moonsault right. out of the ring onto somebody. Or Charlotte is the best pure wrestler, worker. Yeah, of those three, I agree uh, with uh, that. Yeah, but. I don't. I, it's I, time I for Becky Lynch to have her one-on-one title opportunity. But yeah, yeah. but it's not going to be at WrestleMania. This, yeah. That's it, that's it, dumb to me. Look, it could be at WrestleMania, but they've already built it up to where this is going to be the main it's event of WrestleMania. Be, yeah. They're not. Neither one of those are ready for it by themselves. So what is yeah, WWE? Just, they got to do something to I keep the excitement. I actually, I actually be really like Becky Lynch. Lynch. I'm yeah. just going to keep it's, it real. It's not, it's not Becky Lynch. That's yeah. not the problem. I'd watch a Becky Lynch Charlotte. Because let's be clear, Stone Cold had like two moves. And he made its to main event quite a few things with his two moves. Right. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not knocking uh, Becky Lynch. I don't think Becky like, Lynch is the problem at all. 
No, I just, and I do think Ronda Rousey has nothing but botches. I, I in her think matches. the combination of her and Ronda is not good. Becky can have a good match with Charlotte. She can have a good match with Sasha Banks. She can have a good match with a lot of these girls. But you put her in there with Ronda freaking Rousey, and they're gonna and have the main event. It's gonna be a different. It's gonna be a different story. Yeah. It's gonna be a totally well, different story. So what do you do to make sure the match doesn't? You shorten it. You, it's a four minute match. Yeah. Becky Lynch goes out there and hits her with the chair before the match starts, <laughs> and then they do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's other ways to do it other than just make it a Charlotte Flair three way, because then it's going to be about Charlotte Flair. You just said you know, some of my favorite words Charlotte yeah. Flair three way. <laughs> Let's jump out to a break. We come back. We'll wrap up this conversation and we'll talk some with Brock about indie wrestling. You're listening cool. to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Before we jump in and we end this uh, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey talk, let's talk about my friend the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, Corey, there's one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They've got programs for everyone from the age of three up to 93. 103 even. They teach self-defense. They teach life skills. They teach Tai Chi. They teach you how to use these weapons in this cool, like, martial arts type way. And I'm doing my hands like I'm doing them right now, and you can't (laughs) see me, but you should. Um, We're going to teach them radio soon, folks. (laughs) If you uh, mention Nerd Thug Radio, they'll give you two free weeks of training. So mention it to the Nerd Ninja in Magnolia or mention it to my friend Mr. Spawn up in Conroe. Uh, Because here at Cox AT Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, we leave a legacy. Have you heard that new radio commercial where we're talking about like cars like, so on radio that would mean that a Ford is here. And a Chevy <laughs> is here. Every time I hear that commercial, Corey, I think mask. <laughs> Only our really n- hardcore nerd thug family will get it. Brock, we had a guy one time when we first started. You know how I'm sure as you've told people you have a podcast and a show. Right, yeah. People are always like, oh, I want to be on it. I want to be on it. Yeah. One of the very first people I told that I was doing this is like week two. And he was like, I should come on your show. I said, okay, well, really we're looking for people who have like hooks or gimmicks. So like, what would you? He's like, I already got it, man. We'll wear masks. <laughs> we're doing radio, bro. <laughs> okay. We're doing radio. No, dude, I never knew how annoying it was going to be once I started doing the podcast and it had like a little bit of buzz. People yeah. were like, hey, man, like you should totally have me on your show. Like, hey, man, uh, when can I be on your show? I'm just like, hey, never. <laughs> I will reach out to you when it's if time. I want you on the show. Well, and so you know, like, I, I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, just, but you're right. Because that's the thing is like you're trying to, to schedule and build things in a certain way. Right. And yeah. everyone else is always like. Hey, I make sandcastles. Like yeah. we should have me on for an hour and talk about it. I'm a beat it. farmer and I listen to no. comic yeah. comics. No, thank you. Do it. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> so we are wrapping up uh, this talk, the big switch with the uh, WrestleMania main event. Um, I think sh- I think Ronda comes out the winner. We that would be. I think that would be tragic. I think she does. I think it would be. If I was writing this story, I've been telling you this all day. Okay. If I, I was writing this story, and I mentioned to it earlier. Like, I would literally, this is where I would begin this whole Four Horsewoman feud, right here. Right here at WrestleMania. Well, they've kind of already started. You've got Ronda versus these two people in here. Um, and I think the only way she retains is you have all three of those NXT chicks come out and, like, help her retain the title. Uh, the interference, nothing, nothing clean, just 
big time like holy crap what just happened and you could literally start the whole force woman four horsewoman thing between the four, the two groups and you could run that crap all the way to like the next wrestlemania you probably could do some a full year a oh, full year or, of yeah of rivalry but you could put Shayna blazer on smackdown and have her like become the champion over there and then you have two of them going here the tag team titles can go on either brand back and forth y- here's my problem you have that. all kinds of different pay-per-view matches i feel like they're on such a massive wave with becky right now you can't run the risk of postponing that to like next, let's say right, next WrestleMania, right. because you don't know if she's still going to be that hot. Then you really right. don't. No, Especially but I, in today's. But I can definitely see the climate. WWE blowing something to do that, like turning one thing off. To, I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing: your is, words, not mine. Yeah. Not <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Just check the tape. I don't think there's enough people knocking down the door asking for the four horsewoman versus the four horsewoman. I don't, I don't me, think I don't think there's enough people. In, I do. In the, I do like the idea. Though. I don't I dislike like the story. it. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike it because there are zero factions other than the Riot Squad in right. the in, women in women's division. So you could have some form of, you know, a faction versus a faction. But the problem is, is no one's Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey have come so far at this point. They're so different now from where they were. That to be like, oh, the four of you should get together to fight somebody. You're talking about like you could find common ground. But is is the payoff going to be big if, if Becky beats both of them to get the title? WrestleMania? Yeah, absolutely. The journey the, they've had, they have headlined Raw and SmackDown for the last month with Becky Lynch. Both the man, shows, the man, both Becky shows, Lynch. and they've been headlining SmackDown the month before that. How do you top Lynch? Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar? Do something crazy in a women's match. Yeah, well... Yeah, because I, I feel like that's actually a good point because I feel like if you just have her, hey, she beat both Charlotte and Ronda... And they're... Yeah. I, and after what if you she just like, saw what Seth and Brock are going to do, I guarantee you they're going to put on a, a classic. Like, Brock works best with smaller athletes. Yeah, because he gets yeah. to throw them around and, yeah. and dominate them. But, but even the Finn Balor match was only, what, 12 minutes, 10 minutes? It was Yeah, it was just over 10. So you could turn around, you could definitely... listen. Brock Lesnar can put on a great match, but how much is Brock Lesnar willing to physically give considering he's calling UFC every other week asking if he can well, have a match there? Daniel Cormier yeah. is hurt, so now their fight is looking like it's not going to happen for a while, so he's going to be stuck in there I don't for even a think while. it will happen. I don't, I don't think it will either, but I, I, I do know. think going nowhere. he wants the physical ability to go back and forth. That's what's given him the leverage that he's been able to right, get Right, but contracts. Brock has always been like, oh, you want me to do this and you're going to pay me? Cool. I don't have to wrestle. I wrestle once yeah. every four months. Yeah, but it's the <laughs> money that he's worried about. Deal. And so he can't get the money if there's not that other bidder. My body's fresh. Right. My body's real fresh. Yeah, his body's real fresh because he, he never wrestles. Well, I heard he's working AEW or will work AEW. Like he'll uh, he'll entertain their offers. Of course he will. Yeah. Brock will go to uh, Brock will entertain who, Miracle. Who gives me offers. the most money? He doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah, yeah that's funny. You want me to fight a sumo wrestler? Yeah. How much? Half he's, a mil for like a day? He, sure. He's the Floyd Mayweather of sports entertainment. He's like right. He will take yeah. every opportunity. Yeah. As much as I hate the fact that he's the champion and they just waste the title with him. It is a waste of title. Like, that guy has figured it out and has made himself like. Oh, for sure. He's the smartest guy in wrestling. It's, it's well, weird, right? Because nobody likes him, but everybody wants him. UFC well, that, wants him. WWE wants him. That's why Vince has him as the top guy and with that belt is because Vince looks at it as like. As, uh, he looks at the whole thing like this. Hey. Lesnar is a draw outside of my world and my little universe over mm-hmm. here. So I'm going to end for my fans that, you know, are, are annoyed by him not being here defending the belt regularly. They're still going to tune in just to see, hey, is he going to drop the belt? And right. then, so now you got the casual fans. You got your UFC fans. Yeah. No, you got your for sure. Definitely get more pop when he doesn't show up. Right. Well, well, yeah. And it's a sad thing, but wrestling has always done that. Wrestling has always said, listen, our fans are tuning in no matter what. Exactly. So how do we get extra fans? That's always been the WWE. Which Cheddar, right? Which I agree with, actually, from a business sure, standpoint. From a business standpoint, you have to look at it that way because once you get into this, like, hey, look, hey, guys, let's just do everything to please our fans. You're well, not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to make won't. a lot of new money. You're not going to make a lot of new well, fans. You all about that new money, baby. Well, so yeah. I watch a show that uh, J- that Joey hates, Shark Tank. Stupid show ever. And Shark Tank, they don't ask about how you're going to keep your customers happy. That's never a question I've heard any of them right. ask ever. They ask, how are you going to acquire new customers? Exactly. All about, all about that new money. And that, that's how I do, like, with my wrestling career. I don't, I'm not doing my work to please you, like, as in the hardcore fans. It's not for you. I, I. I'm happy that you enjoy it if you do. If you don't, hey, I can't help you there. But <laughs> for the hardcore fans, I'm not working for them. I'm working for the casual viewers that may not necessarily be like big wrestling fans. Yeah, this fans. is their first event they've gone to. You happen right, to be yeah, there. You're working for when you go to 
let's say, Oklahoma to wrestle, and there's the 20 guys there that are your diehard hooligan fans. Yeah. You're not working for them. You're working for the other 300 people there because you want now them to become part of that, that 20. Yeah, I want them to be like, hey, I kind of like this dude. I think I, I think I like wrestling now. That's what yeah. I want, you know? God, he's got I a think, baseball bat. I think, he made, I think he made me a fan. Yeah, <laughs> he did. So let's, let's, let's jump into that and the rest of this segment, and we'll finish up with it. Um, you've been on the indie scene all throughout Texas and Oklahoma. You've traveled some other places. Um, what's the buzz like right now in, on the indie scene in Texas? So the buzz is super hot right now. I think, I think uh, like the AEW thing has just – Let's do that. How has that changed everything right now? Yeah, and I, that's what I was going to get to. Uh, AEW has changed the entire landscape because now you have all the like the mainstay indie guys. They're all going to AEW or getting picked up by WWE, which means there's vacancies now. Exactly, the, yeah. and that's what that's why I'm actually taking some of these uh, months off to like heal. I'm trying to beef up. I had a stomach virus for the last four days. I that's actually new. lost weight. I lost my gains. But, oh uh, man, that's not good. <laughs> but yeah, trying to bulk up, polish up because I want those spots within the next. 18 to 24 months and i do think it is realistic for me to get there um because not only are those spots open up so whenever AEW, you know they they pick and they purge yeah you know now there's spots in wwe there's going to be spots in ring of honor there's going to be spots everywhere and so then when the top guys when the top guys at these other indie places go to those places they gotta find new stars there's there's, now there's big spots here exactly no i get what you're saying this is definitely called a new player's on the scene. It's like when a new expansion team forms, and suddenly the guy who's eighth on the bench, he's going to get playing time. Now right, yeah. Because everyone's, everyone's moving up a chair. Exactly. And so with AEW, uh, you know, poaching all these guys and it opening up spots, I think now WWE is realizing, like, hey, we need to take a serious look at all these young up-and-comers so we can get them now so whenever they're ready, we're not having to fight AEW for all these guys. Exactly. Because you know, I so I started at Booker T's three years ago. I've been gone for almost a year now, doing wow. my own thing. Uh, but even before I was at Booker's, I would always hear, "Oh, uh, yeah, man, they're gonna be working with WWE. Like they're gonna put Row on the network, and they're gonna they're gonna do this, and they're gonna do that, and Triple H is gonna watch us wrestle and pick, you know, do all this stuff." And it never happened. Right. You know, it's like right. it just ke- they just kept stirring the Kool Aid. And I'm not knocking anybody. That's just what it was. But now. Triple no. H actually is coming here to Reality of Wrestling to observe talent. Like he, he, this is not a joke. He actually is coming here to you know in person watch Reality of Wrestling talent, and they're thinking about doing an exchange with NXT where Performance Center guys come to Houston for a little bit, maybe do a show or two, go back, and then vice versa. And it goes back to what we were talking about exactly. off off the air, where you were talking about how some of these guys just need to travel more. Exactly. They the bits are working here. So we're talking about NXT here. What we just said was NXT, the bits are working there in Florida where they exactly. are based. Yeah. But they're not testing them nationally. They're right. not traveling with the bits. They're not Pete Dunn. And so they need to go and see if yeah. these things work in other places. And so if if they're exchanging with reality of wrestling, this is a new market where they can test yeah. things. And so I think what what they're trying to do in Triple H, he's probably the one that has set all this in motion. He's probably thinking ahead, like, hey, we gotta get our guys out on the road a little bit more so they can get used to doing all this. They get used to well, that's the big complaint, crowds. right? Travel, Come yeah. And then uh, with uh, with your talent, they're probably trying to get some of these like younger guys that come out of a school like Booker T's, and that way they can shore them up before they even get an opportunity to be looked at by an AEW. Yeah. So you know that guy looks like it's got a it's got a good body. Let's let's, let's take him over here. Let's exactly. not even let's not even give anybody else a chance. Right. Well, let's jump out to a break real quick. We come back, we'll wrap up. We'll talk a little bit more about some NXT stuff and indie wrestling. You're listening to NTW. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. 
Hey, Hayward Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver, on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm the Cash Money Hooligan. Yeah. Brock Baker. I like it. Yes. So we were kind of wrapping up a little bit about some indie wrestling, so we're just going to continue with this talk. Um, We might have some people who've just tuned into the Nerd Thug Wrestling show. They might not have been following us all these years on Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, So, Brock, why don't you open up this segment? Let's just walk through the beginnings of Brock Baker and what got you into wrestling and where you're at now. So what got me into wrestling is... uh, (sighs) Basically, I was four years old, and I was like, hey, dude, I like wrestling. That's what got me into wrestling. But no, uh, seriously, my dad was like a big Ric Flair, Macho Man Mark. Uh, So naturally, whenever I was younger, we would watch wrestling on Saturday nights. That's right. I was four years old. And I think Macho Man was actually out with an injury or something at that time. But I saw him do like commentating and stuff. And I was like, oh, I like that guy because he's big and colorful yeah. and all this stuff. And so I had all these Macho Man figures. Never even seen the dude actually wrestle. <laughs> but then my dad got me these tapes. And, you know, I, so I actually got to watch Macho Man. Uh, so I was a big Macho Man guy. Uh, obviously, I loved Ric Flair because my dad loved Ric Flair. Woo! Now I just love him because he's Ric Flair. Uh, and, it, you know, it just went from there. Uh, you know, I can tell you, like, I was never a Ric Flair fan growing up. Really? really? Nope. That's that's a never little a Rick, odd. Never a Ric Flair fan. Because it's most likely he might be your father. Yeah, could be. <laughs> never well, a Ric Flair his, fan. Uh, his WCW stuff wasn't the best. That's but, fair. That's fair. But my dad, he had, you know, we had I had the luxury, basically, of getting to see tapes of uh, old school Ric Flair. So that's yeah, what got that, me. Those NWA days were good. Yeah, that's what got me into him. <laughs> Even though on WCW, if, I, if I'm being honest, if I look back, his WCW stuff, he was just the name that was there. You know, he wasn't really doing anything that great or that, you know, fantastic. But, right. You know, he was still, he's still Ric Flair. You know, he's got some name values. He's obviously pop culture relevant. Styling and profiling. And the dude is like, oh, he's like 70, and he's still like one of the top <laughs> yeah. acts in wrestling. I don't it, get it. He's probably a great draw still. Like, he probably still brings tons of people to Oh, yeah. Well, he, he was there uh, for the Super Bowl in Atlanta a few weeks ago. Yeah, because his best friend is, yeah. uh, was it a Waka Flocka? He's, yeah. he's in a song with Waka yeah. Flocka, right, yeah. Yeah, they were, he, they were uh, running for president together. He, they were. he had like a big blowout for the Super Bowl. They had like this big party, and they, you know, obviously they sold tickets for it. Oh my goodness. Sold it out. Oh made a goodness. lot of money because mm. he's Ric Flair. Flair. Yeah. Did you did you see the thirty for thirty about Ric Flair? Yes. Uh, when so they, great. When they talk about the drinking, and he basically says he's telling his doctor. They said, "Oh, so right. do you drink?" He says, "Yeah." And he's like, "What do you drink?" He's like, "Oh, probably twenty four beers and a bottle of uh, liquor." And yeah. the doctor's like, okay, how often? And he's like, no, every day. And the doctor's like, no, yeah. you don't. And he goes, yes. I'm Ric Flair. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, love I believe Charlotte it Flair. because I know how I drink or used to drink. I don't drink as much now. But I know how I used to drink. I know how most of the wrestlers drink. I don't think it's that far-fetched. Well, when you get Tip. on the road either, right? Yeah. Like, you're just traveling all the time. Some what else are they going to do? Some yeah. of those road stories, man. Oh. Yeah. Like, how is Jake the Snake still alive? I know, right? <laughs> I want those road stories, but everyone's too busy playing video games. These yes. days. Yeah. This could be us, but you're too busy playing Fortnite. Uh, Bobby Brown, they just did, a, HBO does like an animated like story of legends and music, and really? one of them was about Bobby Brown. Talking about how he would have women in every town, but like his manager was like, some of these women weren't even that attractive. It was odd, but like they would have something special. So like there was this girl in Louisiana that he would fly around whenever he wanted gumbo. So he'd be going walking around tour like two weeks before to be like, mm, I'm gonna have to give me some of that gumbo. Then he'd fly her out, <laughs> and like they'd hang out or whatever. And then like he'd be talking about gumbo for the next three weeks. Oh wow, <laughs> never, that's crazy. Uh, never went to bed with an ugly woman, but I've woken up with plenty. Uh, Willie Nelson, go to bed at two with a ten. Fair Wake enough. up at ten with a ten. And let's get back to the wrestling bit. <laughs> so oh, my bad, I got us way off track. So yeah, Rick darn it, brought into it. Um, <laughs> What made you actually go like okay? I'm gonna go to wrestling school. Like I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, because that's that's an odd. Happen. That is an odd career choice so, at that point. When I was in my formidable years, my teenage years, I did what every teenager does. I'm like, hey, this is what I want to do. But the difference was, is I knew I was gonna stick with it because maybe it was just a product of how I grew up. I'm not sure. 
Um, but I come from a long line of very hardworking people, very ambitious people, and maybe that just rubbed off on me. But, uh, you know, my own family and friends, they didn't believe I was ever going to do this. But That's fair. I Look think, at me now, Ma. Yeah, but I think once I went to the military and they see me do all this crazy stuff, I think I earned their respect. And so whenever I got out and I was like, yeah, I'm going to pursue this, no one had any real yeah, doubts. Yeah. My grandma had a few until she actually saw me, like, wrestling. And she's like, oh, you know, you're, you're, pretty, you're pretty decent. Well, I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, you're, thanks, Grandma. Oh, I'm decent. Thanks, thanks. You, know, well, you're, you're, you're you need some work, job. Junior. Yeah, right. she's like, your spots were a little off. Uh, yeah, you're a smaller guy. Right. Um, had, was there what kind of intimidation factor is there when you get into now? Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna might spoil this for somebody. Wrestling isn't a hundred percent real. You're an idiot. It sure there's, is. There's some conversations that happen beforehand, but how does that? How did like when you're standing in a room and they're like, hey, the, you're because you don't do they don't do weight classes in indie wrestling. So when you walk in yeah. and they're like, hey, we're gonna put you with uh, old, old Sean Gorilla stud. over there, and you're just like, oh, okay, the 250 guy, cool, like. What kind of like in your head? What goes through your head at that point? Um, so when I first started training slash working, I would get a little not. I wouldn't say uh, intimidated. I would get a little just nervous with like bigger dudes because I didn't know how exactly how they moved yet. Yeah, physically, especially yeah. if I hadn't like trained or like locked up with them before, or, like you know, seen them work enough in person. Because you can watch tape all day, but until you actually see somebody up close and personal or you work with them you don't really know what you're getting into you can watch tape all day that's great all it's going to do is you know uh give you like the basics of what people can do and how they move but you don't actually know until you see it firsthand. right right so yeah i would get a little like nervous just like hey is this dude gonna like he could really mess me up <laughs> uh if something goes awry but I would say that, that 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 wore off after probably three or four months. And then now it's just like it's normal. I don't care how big or small you are. I can work with anybody. And you should be able to work with anybody because, you know, that's the name of the game, especially in today's era because not everybody is 250 pounds, you know. Right. So uh, yeah, there's a big push of guys just your size. So, yeah, um, I would say it's we'll going we'll more the towards the, the – so. it's going more towards like your – I guess your average size people, as long as you are ripped or stocky enough, they don't really care so much about the height anymore. Yeah, you know? because it's just a bit of physical belief that they're still going for. A little bit. But yeah. I think also, I think because, you know, people now know it's it's work, you know, they but know think, it's not. people really didn't realize yeah. that no, 70s, no, 80s, early yeah. 90s even. I think people now, they understand, hey, it's more of a story, it's entertainment, so you can buy Rey Mysterio beating uh, Batista Correct. for the you know heavyweight, the heavyweight quote-unquote <laughs> championship, right? right? And Rey Mysterio, like, my right leg is bigger than he is, and I'm not a very big guy. Not back then. <laughs> not back then. Not back then. Back then. Not back then, he was two of you. He no, was a he was a stocky though. dude, but I'm saying, like, no, I'm saying, like, he was, he was height, height allegedly. Wise, height wise, <laughs> that guy is, oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, not, yeah, he's yeah. not five, six, trust me. He's more like five, two or five, three. He's five, four on a good day. He's not very, he's not very tall. Right. Uh, he makes me look big. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, but, yeah. But you can buy that in today's era of wrestling because people understand, hey, it is entertainment. It is story. And they just want to be entertained. So, as long as that. you do that, as long as you do that and you can make it believable, I think it works. But, you know, at the on the flip side of that, if you have Braun Strowman in there with somebody like me and we don't make it believable – now you just you killed all of it because right. how, am, how am I ever gonna, how am I going to take Pete Dunne seriously when he wrestles Braun Strowman if Braun Strowman just runs through me and I do nothing to make it look like a contest? Right? Does that make sense? It does. No, it really does, and I think that's so. Uh, I'll be brief here because we're running out of time. Um, You're running out of time with Ronda Rousey. I say that she's got a believability problem because in the ring she looks like a genuine physical force because she's still. Well, yeah, and, and the other and, that, and the others look right. like fitness models and wrestlers, and, that, and that's the thing because, like, so she was working Sasha at the Royal Rumble, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, okay, Ronda Rousey, a trained <laughs> MMA right. fighter, who like, I here here's where Ronda Rousey bothers me a little bit. Her striking is terrible. 
It's terrible. I think that I could beat up Ronda Rousey in a real fist fight. I, I, I'm All being, you gotta do is hit her, kick her. I'm once being in the serious. Head. Like I'm not joking. Kick her once in the head and you're done. But if you if she gets me on the ground, it slides out. It's yeah, over. Yeah, for she sure. She could out wrestle me any day of the week. She could out you know Brazilian jiu jitsu me, Muay Thai me, whatever you want to call it. She can do all of it. So it is a little weird uh, to your point when you see her go in there with a girl like Sasha Banks who is not. She's fit. very imposing. Right, she's fit, she's but fit. she's but she's not. Yeah, you're not if scared I, of her. If I had to put her like if I had to put her in a scenario where she has to actually be in an octagon and fight somebody, even with like let's say a year of training, I don't know how well that would look. Right, I don't know right. if that would look right. And I think that that's the that's my issue. I think is that she just kind of there's just sort of a believability. Like that's why I think the Nia Jax rivalry probably yeah. should have been stretched out and would and be better because it's at least at least physically believable. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. And but even like Charlotte, I can buy Charlotte with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, because Charlotte, Charlotte is big. Because she's amazing. She's an Amazon. And she's very good. She's a she's a freak athlete. She man. is. Like, but she's, she's very good. But like you see her shoulders and her arms, and there's no doubt that she could throw someone. She could around. throw Rousey around. Yeah. I don't know. She's Rousey would still beat her like in an MMA contest, if, obviously. But I don't know. Charlotte's got the reach. See, yeah, that's she the kicks thing. her in the head. Maybe it's she over. kicks her. Maybe she's gonna be a Holly Holm 2.0. I don't know. <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> Uh, love me some Charlotte Flair. I could talk about her all day. You are obsessed, day. and for all the wrong reasons. All no, that, day I see long. where you're. I see where you're getting with that, though. Yeah, and sure. the rest of them, they don't have that. Like Finn Balor versus Braun Strowman, I believe. Right, but yeah, yeah. I wish they would give Finn like a uh, create the club again, but like have him just come out on top of uh, what's his name shoulders. Yeah, like he used to back in the That'd Japan days. I wish he would do the demon one. That would be great. I would like that. Well, if they wanted to make a lot of money, he would be the demon more. I've said this numerous times, but Joey says uh, he hears Vince doesn't like the demon. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think he doesn't like the demon. Is that really what it is? He's like the demon, and I don't know if Finn likes doing the demon either. Yeah, I mean to put all that makeup on, it's like a six-hour process. Oh, okay, but you're you're going to WrestleMania, like yeah. commit. <laughs> yeah, they, I guess they made it like a SummerSlam exclusive now, but. Uh, I think he should at least do it for like the pay-per-views. Or like know? just the bigger moments. Yeah, bigger right. moments would be good. This has been a big moment, episode two, Nerd Thug yeah. Wrestling. Uh, don't forget the podcast is going to drop today at 6.01 p.m., so look for it on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. I'll give a shout-out thank you to the hooligan Brock Baker. If you want to go ahead and drop all your stuff real quick again. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at CMHooligan. That is C-M-H-0-0-L-I-G-A-N. You can follow the Hooligan Hour pages on the same platforms, at Hooligan Hour. It's very simple, at Hooligan Hour. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, all the good stuff. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Of course. Thanks for, for the coming, Captain man. Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Uh, same third time, same third time. I didn't know if we were doing oh, that. God, you're the worst. I'm barely here. <laughs>